0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future the future of
1: radio is Alright, it is pretty damn awesome. I'm oh my go gosh.
0: Out. I was excited, I have to say, this is the first time I've ever like I can't even remember the last time I ran to the newspaper stand. Really? To actually see. I did. (laughs) I went, like, I walked, like, five blocks out of my way to go and find where I knew one of the papers was.
1: This was, I have to admit, when I got it, I was about as excited as I was when I won the coloring contest when I was, like, nine years old. Espresso Rites. And it was... uh, Not as excited
0: as when you were Mr. Anchor Splash, though. No, I didn't
1: win that one. This one, I won. This is... This is a, a major Think about award. Think sweet, Sarah. that victory would have won. It would, That would have been a really good one. <laughs> but this goes right up there. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And we want to give a big thank you to everyone who listens to this show. To you. To, to you, 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 and you, you and you. All Particularly of you. you. Definitely mm. you. And everybody who listens to this show, because uh, Sarah and I found out this morning there is our local newspaper, which is Willamette Week, and every year they have a Best of Portland poll, but it's for readers. So the readers vote on it. And they've been like a
0: poll from people in Portland, anyone who like wants to vote, but it's not right. based on some it's an panel. Online one. Yeah. It's not based on a panel, it's based on actual humans who are. Casting their votes exactly, yeah, yeah and it's which been going on, most, which is the coolest thing,
1: and it's been going on for like months. And they have just announced the winners today, and Sarah and I were crowned the winners for the Best of Portland podcast. Thank you. Just thanks to all of you who uh, listened to this show and voted for us. So we are the best of Portland podcast.
0: I took a picture of it and sent best it to my Best podcast in Portland. They, we were really were they? they were really excited. they were? They're like, but my mom, you know, they still don't know what it is. They're oh, like, you should She's...
1: read the description. What it what it says because yeah, the description. I'm debating whether uh, I'm gonna. I'm oh, gonna... I don't have it. Okay. Oh, here. Yeah, no, no, I have it.
0: Sorry, I took a picture of it. I have okay. It right yeah, there. you
1: can read it right there. Yeah. yeah I know because I'm gonna tell my parents about that and then they can read. It. Oh, yeah, that's great. What does that part mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tony like... is
1: saying so it's the Portland people's choice of words. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably about that's it. That's a little
0: bit along the same yeah, lines. Yeah, that's along. Yeah, the same for this lines. particular publication and I think this is the only one that actually does that. So, it is kind of
1: yeah. the Portland Sure. I'm yeah. going with it. We sure. won. So, yeah, I'm Let's all for
0: it. Whatever makes it sound cooler.
1: I'm pro pro this. Pro whatever makes us sound amazing. So, what all is right, it? All right. So,
0: it says so this is the best of Portland or it says uh, best local podcast fun employment radio. Uh, in the seven years since recording a podcast, a week after losing their jobs in 2009, Greg Nibbler and Sarah X. Fun Employment Radio has gained national acclaim and spawned its own funny, crazy, and sometimes profane podcast network.
1: Yeah, it's the profane part. I'm going to show know. my mom that.
0: I showed up to oh. my mom and I was like, oh, profane. I'm like, no, no, that's our guest's mom. Exactly. Not us.
1: That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blame it on no, the No, just comedians. say it's the guests. I'm <sighs> like, oh,
0: no, you know, we're not censored, but I mean, we, we keep it very clean. It's
1: those fucking comedians. You know? Fucking what you gonna, comedians, What are you going to do? I mean, I mean, they're fucking damn, mouths. With their and they're fucking Profanity that they just spew out into our microphones. It's, it's awful, but there's nothing we can do about it. It's just part of the show. <laughs> but yeah, we won. And, and seriously, I really, really, really want to say, I mean, Sarah and I both do, say thank you.
0: Thank for you for you taking listening. the time to vote for us. I mean, yeah. we, we kind of forgot about it. And then yeah, I, I think really, voting
1: stopped like a month ago. Yeah, and now like, we remember. didn't really
0: find out about it until the end. So I mean, that that's you guys taking it upon yourselves with a, no prodding from us to vote for us, and that just means
1: the world to us. Yeah, it really does. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, should you give an acceptance speech? Did you want to give one? I kind
0: of want to do like the Sally Field. Like you left me you really. Okay. Left
1: do I have to I have like late. some music for that?
0: Oh, probably Oscar
1: music. Okay. I didn't
0: know that I was going to have to have Oscar. Well, music. you never
1: know that you're going to win. So this is off the cuff, Sarah. I would like you to. Uh, to go ahead and Sarah Dylan, Fun Employment Radio has been named. Oh wait, no, I've got to p- pull up in the card. Okay. And the winner is
0: You have to have some piece of paper to make it sound like two sound effects.
1: Okay. That's that's a sandwich. Uh, right? yeah, some sh- saran wrap, wrap sandwich.
0: There's lots the of paper around you. Grab a piece of paper. Okay,
1: alright, I'm pulling it out. <clears throat> All right, it is my honor and privilege to present the winner for the best of Portland. Reader's Poll Podcast. Oh, wait. Is that Star Wars music? Okay. Uh, the winner for the Reader's Poll... Wait,
0: am I standing here? Am I sitting in my chair? For
1: Best of Portland Podcast... Am I
0: smiling with my eyes in case I lose?
1: Is... Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Okay, this is Sarah screaming. You're hugging people in the audience. I'm
0: hugging my sister. I'm uh-huh. hugging my niece. I'm hugging Eloise. I'm, I'm hugging my mom and dad.
1: Okay, yep. Everybody's you know, there with again, you. Again, they
0: still don't know what a podcast is. It doesn't matter. And then, yeah, then, they'll
1: then, just be happy you're happy. Yes, and then that's I get, all it is. get up to the
0: stage. And uh-huh. Who am I hugging? I'm hugging. Um, who, who's who's presenting? Well,
1: I guess I just presented. But who would who would I be? Oh, Gosh, Matt Damon.
0: Uh, I'm not really a fan of Matt Damon. Okay,
1: that's probably not what you should say to Matt Damon when you get up there. Okay. Who else?
0: David Tennant.
1: David Tennant. All right. David Tennant. David
0: Tennant. David Tennant, David Tennant is right. presenting
1: you this. All right. And he so kisses you walk me up. on the cheek.
0: He says, oh, I'm such a fan of the show, Sarah. He says, oh, I'm such a fan of the show, Sarah. Okay. This
1: is turning into a porn thing. So I let's, let's avoid that. You know, you made out with David Tennant. And yes. now you're going up we to a made receive, out in front of
0: everybody. Yes. You just a made butt out. butt grabbing. We're <laughs> showing a, a lot of butt grabbing. So much butt grabbing. A lot of
1: making out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's going to be wearing, the talk like a, of...
0: I'm wearing, like, a three-quarter length uh, sleeve dress so you can't see, like, my bingo wings.
1: Okay, no bingo wings. <laughs> no bingo wings at the,
0: at the Portland... Best of Portland
1: awards. Yes, that uh-huh. no. David Tennant is at it for some reason,
0: and he's still groping me. It's still groping you. It's okay, getting it's getting
1: awkward. They're leading him off. They're taking mm. him off stage now. It's right. just so they're you. They're dragging up there. him away from me. Okay, now it's just you up there, <gasps> and you have to give your speech right now to everybody <clears throat> who voted, and and you know this is a Should people's I make this? choice.
0: Is, is my water bottle. No, I need something that's not sloshy.
1: Uh, what I mean, you're going to hold an award?
0: I have to have an award here. I have a cheese stick.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay Sarah, cheese stick. Literally holding a. Uh, what is that a it's a string cheese. String cheese stick
0: mm-hmm. right
1: now as she is uh This is my award. Yes, this is your award. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna sk- take a picture of this here as you're accepting your imaginary award, holding your string cheese in your hand. Now, Sarah, the world is watching. Everyone's watching. The world. You shocked them all. Right. This is this is nobody, big, big, knew. Big, nobody knew. Nobody there knew. There were lots of
0: big money companies behind it. They are There were machines, but you know what? Right. The little
1: Yeah, you bucked the we system. We were just
0: we were just like chugging along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
1: Yep. Okay, Um, now I'm going to fade down the music, and then I'll play you off when it's time. Okay.
0: Oh, wow. This is just... I'm looking at the cheese stick right now. This is just so unexpected. We've worked so hard for so many years, and I didn't know that anyone was was really paying attention. But you like us. You really like us. My first uh, order of business is I'd like to give a big thank you to CBS Radio for firing me. Because if you hadn't fired me rudely on a friday after i had already left early in the day and gone home and was eating dinner and then you called me at five o'clock in the afternoon after i'd been home for many many hours and you could have told me in person but instead you avoided me to my face the two months that you were there before you fired us i want to thank you for not having the balls to talk to me face to face Because you know what That gave me the strength To talk to everybody face to face And to start this amazing show With my partner in crime Mr. Greg Nibbler And to show that you know what You can take something bad And turn it into something good And now I'm going to eat my award. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'd like to thank my mom and dad And sister and, and and her husband And my niece and family No I got the hook <laughs>
1: Coming up next.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, that was good. That was a good speech. That was good. That worked.
0: Thank you. Yeah. That All was right. You have right to give speech.
1: yours now. Wait, I have to give one.
0: Yeah, give me that. No, music. because I, music. Not, I
1: don't. No, I don't want to pass. No, because then I have to try to top yours, and yours, and was, already yours was already good. I know. Yours is already good. It's so good. Um, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna leave it. I'm fine with this. Okay. <laughs> I'll get.
0: You're bowing out gracefully.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean...
0: But it is true. If we hadn't been fired in radio, then we wouldn't have a, had a chance to pursue our dream, which is this.
1: Yeah, it's being noted in the live chat, com slash live, where <laughs> supporters of Fun Employment Radio can subscribe and listen live. Um, John, John and says, damn, bitch got pissed. Uh, Mr. Jenky says, I like that Sarah prioritizes vendettas over thank yous.
0: Absolutely.
1: Nipple says, a lot of bitterness in that speech.
0: No, I think that it was just... It, it wasn't meant to be bitter. It was meant to be... Ugh, I don't know. It was just so... It was so tacky. It was like such a tacky ending to a strange career that, like, it was uh, giving the when, boost that we needed when we
1: got let go. Yeah, from let go from commercial radio. Yeah, we were let, let go. go. Yeah, let
0: go. No, but it's fun. I mean, without being fired, I mean, I've been fired on radio several times, and without that last push, that last time, mm-hmm. we would have never, you know, had the idea to start this.
1: Yeah, it's true. Mm. Yeah, we could have kept doing that. Oh,
0: I didn't want to sound bitter. Do I need no. to redo it?
1: No, I don't think you sounded okay. bitter. I, I think tried to be inspired. I think that was a proper, um, as it's being noted in the chat. That was a fuck you to the haters, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and a thank you to the listeners. You know, that's what it was. Yeah, the exactly listeners what it mean everything. Yeah, the listeners are my
0: my old bosses mean shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <Exactly. I> mean, <laughs> and
0: yeah. let me get this straight. I loved a lot of people I worked with in radio, but the people who swept in that I didn't meet until the day they fired me. Yeah, those people can go fuck themselves. Well,
1: you, no, you have never actually met them. Remember? I never met they no. Meet us.
0: No, I met him in the room when he fired me.
1: Oh, you met one of them. One of them, but not so the rest of That wasn't of them. our direct boss.
0: No, no, I never met him.
1: No, our direct boss <laughs> never actually had the balls to come and talk to us. He just avoided <laughs> us because we were the morning show, if, in case anybody doesn't know, and he avoided us for... Uh, about a month.
0: No, and everything I learned from accept, acceptance speeches, I learned from Rick Emerson because he did teach me that trick too. He's just like, oh yeah, when you have acceptance speech time, it's it's time to rub it in other people's
1: <laughs> faces or tell other people to fuck up. <laughs> that's off. a lesson from Rick?
0: Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Like, oh, I love everybody and world peace and blah, blah, No.
1: <laughs> fuck you, fuck <laughs> you, fuck you.
0: <laughs> You're okay. Fuck
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's awesome.
0: So, I mean, we don't even know what it means, but it's a piece of paper, I don't and you know, know what? It's fine. I don't if, even know if we get looks, a piece of paper. I don't think we get a piece. Well, we have a paper. We can just kind of cut it.
1: It out. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, the thank you. Definitely, we'll just
0: have to take our word for it. No, it's <laughs> you who listen to our <laughs> show,
1: and uh, we really, really do appreciate. You could tell how much this means to us. How exciting that is! It really so. does.
0: Like I was, it's I, just fun. I will tell you, I didn't realize I was nervous until because I didn't realize it came out today, and I and I'd seen somebody post online about like you know, thanks, congrats to us for winning, you know, best thing or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh god, it's out, and I went and looked online and wasn't there. That's what I said. up. I got dressed, mm-hmm. and I, that's when I walked down to the store. And then I was at. You the, got dressed. I got. I put clothes and Whoa. shoes on, and I walked down the five blocks to a coffee shop down the way because you know the hippie co- coffee shop next to me doesn't carry corporate bullshit. Well, no, they have clown
1: day there. So, they have yeah. clown
0: day. I think it, was, it. Well, it wasn't clown. Oh, it is clown day today actually. Um, the clowns weren't there.
1: Okay. And so I walked
0: down, and then I was standing in front of it. I didn't want anyone to see me looking at it in case I, in case we lost, and I would just uh-huh. be all sad. Yeah. Which I wouldn't be very sad. I mean, it would be okay, but I'm more. Happy that we won now. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> it's always better to win.
0: It is. Yeah. I mean, we get it so, so many, so few times.
1: Just w- like when I won my coloring contest. It was, it was oh a great God, feeling. You know, I went down there. Sprouse writes, it was an Easter Bunny coloring contest. And, uh, you know, I put a lot of time into it. I made sure not to go outside of the lines. And I put it in there. And I put it up for the whole town. The whole town of Mammoth Independence, both towns competed in this, and uh, yours truly won that. And when today, you stop touching yourself, I'm that's like me again. saying
0: "mama" when you t- touch yourself and say "yours truly."
1: Oh, that is not as bad as you saying "mama." <laughs> Ugh, mama needs a. Oh, dr- gross! That's so gross. You're
0: just gr- grossing yourself out right now.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm. It's it's going over and over in my head. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, it is it is really badass. So really, thank. I you. I am
0: pretty stoked. You. Like it is. It is nice to mm-hmm. to get some attention for this
1: thing that we've created that we love. We do put a lot of time and work into this, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. And again, that's why it's way better than any kind of other award because this is listeners. That yeah, it's better. you guys. Yeah.
0: Like, and it's the best. That's all. Yeah, that's all right. right. Let's it's stop talking best. about it. Okay. What's new with you, Greg? Um,
1: Can well, I eat my cheese stick now? I mean, my award. No, don't eat your well, cheese. I'm really stick hungry. On the okay. Air. No. I'll eat it after. Well, all right. I am a little bit off today. I am tired, and I did have an update on something, and I don't know if it's appropriate. This is I don't know how to transition into this, um, but for those of you that don't know, I live in southeast Portland, and I own a home there that I've owned for a while, and I've got two roommates, and then I live in a converted attic upstairs. Oh, my God, Greg. And I've got a big backyard. And uh, I for years, I had my meth-head neighbors, you know, who are right next door, who I shared the fence with, the complete meth-heads. They were... You know, which is why that someday I'm going to write my uh, um, urban guide to, or, or my guide to urban your methods. field guide to, field guide to, to, urban, to methods. urban methods. Yes, thank yes, you because welcome. I have so much, so many years of experience in viewing them. I even got a thank you online uh, from I believe uh, I think it was Kenny's sister. I think it was Jessica that wrote and said uh, she was able to identify a meth head in her neighborhood by the meth walk wobble. You know, which I demonstrated <laughs> on YouTube, and because of that, she was able to. To properly identify that was a meth ed and knew the place. And oh, because kind. of the meth and
0: swagger, yeah, yeah, the meth
1: swagger. You're meth-
0: helping people, Greg. exactly.
1: I help people out. I mean, people need to know. We're these basically
0: things. an educational podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's pretty much what it We're is. We're like
0: all NPR and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, with profanity. That's pretty much <laughs> what we are. Uh, so, so anyway, now I, they moved out, and I have these the <laughs> I don't know what else to call them the Russian neighbors who have moved in and who haven't really moved in, and they've been just like a quick synopsis. There's usually. There's usually... That, lately, there's only been a couple of cars outside. Usually, there's up to, like, six or eight cars that are parked out inside of their house. And a lot of times, it's, like, BMWs or Porsches or cars that are way too nice and then real shitty cars that are Look, parked there's up no there. in-between. No in-between. No normal cars. It's just either real, real pieces of shit that just sit there all the time or they're really fancy cars that are way too fancy for the neighborhood. And these guys go... In and out of the house. I don't know how many of them there are. The only ones I can recognize continuously are ponytail shirtless dude. And then also, it's like you can either be shirtless or you can be a ponytail guy. You shouldn't be both. I don't think you should Greg's be both. Greg's
0: rules. If yeah. you have a ponytail, you may never take your shirt off. Yeah.
1: Well, no. I mean, it's okay. But I'm just saying if you're going to be like that's your shtick, you know, come on. Let's stick to one or the other. But anyway, there's that guy. And then there's the, the older bald gentleman in the tracksuit that stands out there and yells at them and he's out there every now and then and then there's a, just a random group of other they all look like they're 20 something dudes they all yell in Russian really loudly and they haul stuff in there and they've blocked off all the windows so you can't really see in every now and then there's one of the windows that's open and there's just a giant computer in there and then huh. there was somebody playing drums in there at one point but I don't think I don't know if anybody actually lives there and then on top of that they set their bonfires in the backyard which they'll they'll set things on fire for about 20 minutes and then put them out like of course big-time they do. fires. Like, it's... I mean, the flames are like high. Like,
0: raging flames. Like, the
1: flames are, like, five feet high, because it's going... I can see it over my fence. And then they'll just put it out. Just really quick. So, what they're doing, I do How not How long
0: know. do the fires last?
1: About 20 minutes. Hmm, About 20 minutes. That's to set of yeah. Exactly. That's burning something important. No, it's just enjoying the weather and having a backyard barbecue. Yes, I'm because sure. when it's
0: 80 degrees outside, what you want to do is have a 20-minute bonfire. Exactly. That totally makes sense.
1: Totally. So... I've been trying to figure out what to do about this because the other thing is they've got their section of the yard that you know butts up against mine uh, out in front of the houses, and they have not done anything to it. So it's weeds, and I kid you not, the weeds go up are about half as tall as I am. So, uh, so that's not very tall. That's like two and a half feet tall. That's <laughs> I mean, pretty tall. So, so they got weeds out there and the just grass. They're doing nothing to it, and what I'm worried about. Is that we're going to get some rats going over there? Because oh, it's—I mean, it's seriously—it's like a—it's like a a field. I mean, that's what it's turned into. That's how high you the grass field is. Field mice. We get some field mice. We get some rats, and they're going to come over to my property, and I'm not very happy about that. Well, why don't you go over and talk to them? I've tried neighbor to neighbor. Every time I've tried to go over there, like I've actually gone <laughs> kind up of the balls to go over there and like actually say something to them, just talk to them. Um, they're never there, or their doors are closed, and they're not—they're not out there. And I'm a. <sighs> I, or I don't see anybody in there, so I just kind of walk away. Like, I've actually gone over there a couple of times to talk to them, but I, I don't know. Oh, they also have an air conditioning unit they installed that runs most of the day. Most of the time. Hmm. A big one. So a big, they they like, have some money. A business air conditioning unit. Okay. That's running for some reason at most hours of the day.
0: So are they always the same cars that are out there, or are they, like, rotating shitty and nice cars?
1: There's one shitty one that's been out there the entire time, and that's, of course, parked on my side of the property line. I mean, can't you line.
0: just... You can just call the city and have them put a green I, well, this is what on I'm, it. Okay,
1: This is what I'm debating here. Like I've tried to go over there, but they're clearly not taking care of the property. I also I did a little snooping. And I snooped in the backyard. I didn't Wait, go you into You went their, into their backyard? No, I didn't go into their yard. Okay, I was
0: gonna say that's a good way to for things to not end well, Greg. I
1: didn't go into their yard, but I decided to Did you
0: peep over the fence?
1: I didn't even have to peep over the fence. I can look through the fence, and I can, if I look oh right, God, I can of see course through you there. Can, you don't look over, you look through. Yeah, I look through it.
0: Short man's shortcut. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's not
1: what it's called. No, and I looked back there, and it is turning into, because I can't see exactly like low to the ground from my house, so I have to get up there to the fence to see it. It's turning into like a hoarder's paradise back there. They've got bookshelves and metal. Is it like and a gangster's random, paradise? Uh, I don't think that's what a gangster's paradise is, Mm -hmm. Um, but they was Michelle Pfeiffer sitting back there
0: in in a backwards chair, and was she like talking real?
1: No, okay, no, Coolio was not involved either. So, no, it's it is it's like a hoarder's paradise. So they've got like bookshelves and stacks of things and boxes, and it's all littering this backyard for no apparent reason. Hmm. Like it's not organized. It just looks like junk. It looks like they're dumping junk there into this yard. So between the junk, the fires, and then the field they're growing out in front of their house and then the random, you know, the air conditioning unit, I cannot figure out what is going on. And so uh yeah, okay, it's being noted online this, here in the live chat. This is why I'm a little bit worried about uh, reporting the car. If you want to report a car that needs to be moved in the city of Portland, it is not anonymous. That's the thing. If I call this in, because I want to call in their, y- I want to call in their yard. I want to call in the f- the the car. And I have gone over there to try to talk to them. Yes, I per- should probably knock on the door. But again, these
0: aren't. What? So you've just gone over, looked at the door, and turned around? Yeah,
1: I've tried to go over there when I see them outside. Then they always go inside before I can talk to them. And your hands just
0: inexplicably stop working and this you can't knock on of course the door. I'm,
1: yeah, of course I'm trying to be, uh, you know, passive aggressive about it. No, Can
0: you convince your other neighbor, like the nice uh, old cranky one next door to you?
1: No, nobody else is going to bother with it because it's my problem. I'm I'm the only one that shares a property line with them on that side. Why so... don't you ask
0: him to keep it on the other side of the telephone pole?
1: Well, it, I guess I can go over and knock on their door. Thing is, though, here's, here's the choice. You don't want to draw have. attention to yourself? If I draw attention to myself and... You know, It becomes a thing. If they react badly to it, I've, I've dealt with neighbors for a long time and dealing with the methods. I did learn how to handle it. You, If I go over there and knock, I'm drawing attention to myself. If they don't like that, they're going to be pissed off. And then that's this is, is going to cause a problem. Well, they're
0: going to be pissed off with something that you do regardless. If they're If they're hoarding shit, they have a field full of rats that are probably going to like be crawling into your basement in a moment's notice. Yes, they're lighting fires for twenty minutes at a time. They have a giant air conditioning unit. They're going to do something to piss you off. This is a very, uh, this is not a relationship that's going to work out. No. So you might as well just rip that band-aid so off so if I and go, go over, over there
1: th- though then then what's the best case that's going to happen they're gonna, I mean I highly doubt I'm going to walk over there and they're going to be like oh you're right I'm sorry we'll get rid of the garbage and we'll mow the lawn and we'll take away these uh, just hit
0: cars. one get the cars just you got to say that you're noticing the cars because that, that's clearly not normal so if you express concern about the cars that means somebody's noticed like they're probably <sighs> doing it because nobody said anything I would leave the lawn alone it's fine just go over there with some scissors and cut it down.
1: No, I'm not gonna. I'll
0: go over there with some scissors in the middle of the night and cut it down.
1: There's. I don't think you realize how much there is. Some scissors are I not going they to cut, the, cut that. Cut that. need some
0: good industrial scissors. Uh,
1: I, okay, you've never dealt with a lawn before. Um, all right. Well, what should I do then? Should I go over and actually?
0: Yes, you need to talk deal to with them? the Cars. Yeah. Especially if they're if they're abandoning them. And yeah. See, now them in I'm getting this.
1: The, okay. The words of advice here in the chat. I don't think you want to experience Russian justice. Exactly. Russian like these the, justice these don't look like the That's sanest a guys phrase. these guys don't look sane and they're you know the guy's walking around shirtless with a ponytail yelling at people and setting bonfires he doesn't look like somebody I'm gonna be able to like rationalize with
0: you're gonna have to learn like how to communicate heads, with I them knew how to,
1: I knew how to com- communicate with methods because you can intimidate them because they're scared of the police so if they think there's a threat of that then they'll back down I don't know if these guys are gonna necessarily back down all right, John and Boring saying you can try being human for once and knock on the damn door. You're right. But then what do we do after that? Again, I do not... This isn't like a normal neighbor. This isn't like my my next-door neighbor to my house. I could be like, oh, yeah, sorry, your branch is on my side. I'm just going to trim it. Okay, cool. These This is not... A normal situation.
0: All right. Well, I think like, it's things, important
1: how you approach it from the All right. The beginning.
0: I think it, it, the important thing is that you cannot approach them about things that are on their property. Yes, it's annoying that they're not like, plowing down the field in front of their house. That's their property. Mm. Yes, they have a bunch of shit in their backyard. That's their property. You know, what isn't their property is having a whole bunch of abandoned cars crossing over to the front of your house. That's the thing that you can focus on because that's the thing that's tangible that you can deal with.
1: Okay, I that's guess the I that's the logical thing it. because you know, Be what? like, hey, I just want to check. So you're the your only car? two houses
0: on that block, and so it doesn't make know- any sense that there there are ten cars yeah. on that block, and you can't even find a parking spot. That's a real life problem. Okay, but don't talk to them about their yard. Don't talk to them about their fires, like unless you know the fires get out of control. But I mean, that's all on their property. Yeah, but what about the rats? Well, if the rats come, then that'll be a problem and then what that I, way you could address it. Okay,
1: maybe we can go back to the original plan where I talk to them about the car and then they're all friendly and I go in. What if they invite me in and I have to like drink vodka with them? Yeah. Then you do it. You know? I've listened to Burt Krasher, the Machine. I know how that works. Mm-hmm. Like I have to go in there and if they ask me to drink, I have to drink. I have to go in with them. You have I'm to. assuming. Yeah. You know, I have no real cultural knowledge of them, but I'm just assuming that's what happens. I mean, those are the rules. Like I have to go in there and I have to drink vodka and then it'll be like a drinking contest and be like oh no you have to drink against this guy and then whoever wins that's what will happen with the car like if you lose where the car will never go but if you win then we'll move the car and then I have to get into a vodka drinking contest and then who knows You're what's going to happen after that. You're just hoping for a vodka
0: drinking contest
1: that's what you want. <sighs> I don't think I could beat him.
0: Well you probably couldn't beat him but you just think that will be a cool story. You really hope that everything ends contest? with you with a vodka drinking
1: contest. <sighs> I don't really like vodka that much but yeah I'd do it I'd do it if I had to I would, I would do it
0: you take one for the team,
1: Greg. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll challenge them. What is this? You're Nothing. Playing behind me here.
0: I was just going to play a little play a little music.
1: I'm going to challenge him to a vodka drinking contest. <laughs> Life is hard for me, sir. You don't know what I have to deal with on a daily basis.
0: Yes, Greg. As a good-looking white homeowner, <laughs> shit is just hard for you. So rough. Tell me about all your acting jobs lately again. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go ahead and shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> no, I've I don't know what to do with these. Okay, okay.
0: You've got to, the the cars. That's getting out of control. I've seen the cars. It's making your whole. It's taking down your fucking property value. I know. That's the, what see, it the is. The problem is
1: they're parking it on my side of the property, and then it looks like I'm the guy.
0: Well, nobody wants to see a bunch of broken down cars in some in front of somebody's house.
1: No, me neither.
0: No, you need to You need to squash it.
1: This is coming... By the way, this is advice coming from you, who you said you will never talk to your neighbors. You're afraid of them. Like, you hide there and you peek at them and you will Yeah, but I
0: live in a, in a shoebox. And I don't have a yard or any of these things. I don't have to worry about rats crawling into my apartment. Mm. My apartment's made of stone. Just like my heart. Yeah. There has been something, though, where uh, one of my neighbors, I think, is smoking in his apartment. Which stinks up the whole floor, which is really starting he's smoking to piss in me his
1: off. apartment. Yeah, which like is what? like marijuana, like cigarettes. Or, oh, cigarette! Wait, you're not allowed to smoke in those, right? No,
0: are you? And I'm afraid because years ago when I moved in, I've lived there for a long time, you know. And uh, and the person was just like, "All right, well, if you do smoke, you know, absolutely nothing in the unit." And So I'm afraid that like it's starting to freak me out a little bit because this guy, he's a jackass. Which I'm hoping. Oh God, I hope. We, yeah, he's probably listening. There's a jackass, he's a DJ. So he'll play like shitty DJ music during the day.
1: Oh, that's not good.
0: It's not good. Nobody and wants to hear your DJ music. No, nobody wants to hear it and he's bad. And um and then I can smell it. like you can smell it. Like you can tell that he's trying to like blow it out the window. But you know, you can smell the smell when someone's smoking inside. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't want because I know um the girl who lives next to me, uh the lawyer who lives next to me, you know, she's a smoker. And like I don't want Anybody else to get blamed because I can it can clearly smell it coming from his apartment.
1: Mm, are you going to rat him out? <sighs> are you going to tattle?
0: I don't know because I don't want to lose my apartment and I don't want them to think that it's me. But You can clearly tell well, that it's from his place. Well, I don't think they're going to think it's you. Yeah, I, I know. I don't know. It's just making it it stinks. Like walking into like you know, it's an old apartment, it's not very well ventilated. Mm-hmm. You know, and people cook fish.
1: Yeah, but last time you just left an anonymous note on the uh, bulletin board. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that girl moved out a long time
1: ago. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she was very mad at me. Yeah, I I can imagine. <laughs> she did not. What would you write for this guy? You
0: uh, you no know one likes your, your apartment DJ door music. is thirty minutes or you know thirty feet from the entrance. Like go okay, outside and see. smoke.
1: Okay, yeah, and yeah. plus um, your DJ music sucks.
0: Yes, your DJ music sucks. Because he's right above the laundry room too, and so when I'm doing laundry, and it's just like this, mm, 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 and it's like oh. not even. Like I don't I'm I'm not gonna say like I'm the best like a judge of a good DJ, but you can tell when something just doesn't sound that amazing. You know? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't know. All right. Anyway, hello my friends. My name is Sarah X Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of Florida. Let's go to a Papa John's in Deland, Florida.
1: Oh, that's always been my dream.
0: <laughs> we'll get there someday, Greg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> First step, We've got poll. this best of Next Portland step, readers Papa poll. John's DeLand.
0: <laughs> well, a manager of Papa John's in DeLand, Florida, uh, who called 911 to report he'd been robbed of $1,300, was arrested after deputies say that he, in fact, stole the money himself and made up the story. Oh. Like, he was really thinking he was going to get away with that. Yeah, he said that he was held up at Knife Point and robbed of $1,300. So uh, his kid's name is Justin Miller. He's 24 years old. Uh, his 911 call prompted a 40-minute search for a fleeing suspect that included more than a dozen sheriff office de- sheriff's office deputies and Deland police officers, a canine unit, and a helicopter. Wow. So deputies say that just after 1 a.m. this past weekend on Saturday morning, they received a 911 call from Justin Miller saying, I'm the manager up here at Papa John's, and I was just robbed. I'm the
1: manager up here at Papa John's, and I just get robbed.
0: Now Miller, 24 years old, said he was closing the business. The way that you said that is exactly the way his face looks like it would say it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Miller, 24 years young, said he was closing the business uh, and was out back stacking trays when someone came up behind him, stuck a pocket knife in his back and demanded money.
1: Wait, he's saying he got stabbed? No, he's saying
0: they stuck a pocket knife
1: in his back and he was like, hey,
0: hey, I'm going to take your money.
1: This warranted that much of a response? I suppose so. So
0: Miller denied getting a good look at the robber and didn't hear much because he said he was wearing headphones at the time. He provided a vague description of the robber. Uh, he said, I couldn't really tell. It looked like he was wearing all dark clothes, maybe a hoodie and a ball cap. I couldn't see his face. And then he told him uh, that he gave the robber uh, $1,332 uh, within two deposit bags uh, that was inside of them. But when no sign of a robber was found after 40 minutes of looking and deputies thought Miller was acting a bit suspicious. <laughs> they then said that was when he broke down and admitted that he'd lied and told oh, them where
1: he'd hidden the money. He ratted himself out that He easy. ratted
0: himself out over 40 minutes. Oh.
1: If you hold out that long, you'd think he'd hold out. You
0: could, yeah, if you could do it for 40 minutes, you should be able to just do it. Yeah. All right, well, yes. Well, Miller now faces charges of grand theft and making a false crime report. Like, he literally called the cops on himself. <laughs> like, how, that is the stupidest thing. Uh, so he's booked, uh, he's booked in Volusia, County branch jail uh, on a $3,500 bond. 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 Speaking of jails, from a Florida jail to a Kansas jail, inmates at a Kansas County jail decided to start a riot this past weekend. No, not because of any sort of race war or anything along those lines, but because. They did not like their lunch. More specifically, they were rioting because they did not like their mashed potatoes that they were given for (laughs) their prison lunch meal.
1: (laughs) What's going on with the mashed potatoes?
0: There's something going on. So this is in Butler County Jail in El Dorado, Kansas. About 50 inmates refused to return to their cells after lunch because they were mad about the quality of the mashed potatoes (laughs) they were being served. So, the sheriff who was on the scene said they tipped over a lot of tables, set off fire extinguishers, uh, tore up security cameras, and they did this all just to retaliate. They didn't like the meal that they were served today wow. at lunch. So, um, emergency personnel responded. Nobody was hurt. Uh, the inmates went back to their cells after being threatened with tear gas. That was the only thing to get them to stop rioting about the mashed potatoes. Uh, yeah, so nobody was injured during the riot, and there is no word if they are going to change. The food menu. You know what that
1: was? I'm, I'm thinking about who would have started that. And it was probably, probably would have been somebody like me. Because I wouldn't survive very well in prison. I know this. I'm, I am I know it would not be a good place for me. Oh, yeah. And So what you could do, though, like is the distract 20- them.
0: Have you ever seen The 25th Hour?
1: Yeah. With, oh, well, no, I've seen part of it with Edward Norton.
0: Yeah. All right. Spoiler alerts for, like, a 15-year-old movie. Yeah, yeah so... Edward Norton's character is going to prison because he gets uh, he gets arrested for drugs d- drug charges and he's going for like five years or something. Uh-huh. And he has one of his fr- again spoiler alert he has one of his friends beat the shit out of him to like deform his face so that when he goes to prison he looks less lovable.
1: Well, I don't. Okay, so that's I... what
0: you have to do, Greg. That's a, if if you ever have to go to prison, you just have to have somebody like cut you up real good.
1: Well, I wasn't going that far. I was just saying when you're in there, I would I would find something mundane that I could distract him with. No, no, you with. gotta fuck yourself and up, like, start, Like, st- start, start up rumors, you know, about the mashed potatoes, about how bad it is, they're putting stuff in them against us, and then get everybody rallying behind me, and then, you know, I'm gonna be like, hey, yeah, Greg's the one that saved us from the mashed potatoes. He told us about the mashed potatoes. You saved them from the mashed potatoes? Yeah, I'd make it a big, like, deal. You're not understanding how prison works, clearly. Like, I would make it a big deal... And it would be, I'm the one that told them about it. So then they're all grateful to me for letting them know about the mashed potatoes. Really, there's nothing wrong with them, but I'll just stir it up. Spread rumors.
0: Stir the potatoes, if you will. Stir
1: them up. And stir then, them up real good. And then they'll all back me in the potato riots.
0: In the great potato riots yeah. of 2016. Yeah. And then
1: they'll be like, hey, don't mess with Greg. He let us know about the mashed potatoes that they were poisoning us with. All right.
0: I'm still saying you got to go the 25th hour route. That's I mean, the I'm only way that you would survive. That's the only way you would survive.
1: Uh, let's face it. I'm not... It's going to be a rough. By the hour way, the
0: twenty fifth hours. Are, I just re- recently rewatched it again. It's a. I think it's Spike Lee. I think Spike Lee did it. Okay. It's a very strange movie. I like it. It's disturbing, but it's uh, it's very odd. There's nothing quite like it. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd suggest. I think you'd like it if you watched the. whole All thing. right. All right. Got a story next. Oh, who would have thunk that Tyler Perry's name would make it into my world of crazy? But alas, it has. Has to do with Tyler Perry and a TV evangelist. So I was just <laughs> looking this guy up. So this is a story about a guy named David Turner. Now, David Turner is uh, is a television evangelist okay. on a Christian broadcasting network who, like, goes there, you know, says like, you know, praise Jesus, everybody, give me your money. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord speaks through me, and everything. okay. So he has a background in food packaging, and he started as a, so he was a food packaging mogul. Then he started up his own uh, like evangelism kind of group thing. Okay, where he became an evangelist. It's based David on the, Turner. David Turner. So uh, he went from
1: food packing to
0: to being a televised evangelist and having tons of followers and getting people to give him money. So he's an evangelist and a former businessman, and he has now been identified as the buyer of Tyler Perry's Versailles mansion uh, in in Atlanta, Georgia. So uh, this is a look. So this is coming from a local website. But this is that's not the story. This is the story. So a website in Atlanta, Georgia, broke the news that David Turner was uh, the buyer in an underwrapped deal. So the website received a tip about a buyer and confirmed uh, the news with David Turner himself, who claims that he is using the money from, of course, the people who he professes his faith to and everybody else that's given money. He's buying the $17.5 million house because God told him to.
1: Sure. That makes sense.
0: David Turner, when talking about the 17.5 million dollar house that he just bought from Tyler Perry said quote, "god literally told me to come here i went online and saw the house and that's when i felt like god t- god told me
1: this is your house God, we need to get in this racket
0: this is the most expensive house sale in state history yeah we need to get on the christian we need to get on the televangelist we're changing it up we've talked about it
1: yeah we did what was the i can't remember what was the name of our christian show we we're going to start I don't know. It's a good idea we'll go back to it
0: yeah we need to figure out something yeah, with that. yeah so uh David uh evangelist uh David Turner says that he and Tyler Perry hashed out the deal face to face uh settling on 17.5 million uh which is actually less than the asking price of 7.5 million dollars
1: wait they settled on 17.5 what was the asking price uh so it's 7.5 million more than
0: that so 18
1: so that's oh, 25 so it's oh, 25 million. million left Okay, yeah. gotcha.
0: So it was at $25 million. They settled on just a meager $17.5 million. Okay. Which is good because he doesn't want to disappoint God's wishes for him to buy the $17.5 Man, million dollar house. He's got it made. Uh, so Turner says he's already moved into the palatial uh, 34,668 square foot home.
1: What would you even do with that?
0: With his wife and his two kids, they plan to use the main home as their main residence. Uh, let's see, so Turner made his millions, uh, producing nuts and dried fruit, and uh, eventually sold his multi-million dollar companies, and then that's when he decided to get into Christian evangelism. So, on top of having the main house, the home has a resort-style infinity swimming pool, lighted tennis court, fully equipped gym. This is all what God wants him to have, Greg. Fair okay? enough, yeah. A spa, a theater, a hobby house. What's a hobby house? I don't know. Like, is that where like you put terms... like your
1: trinkets? Like, when you get that rich, you just start buying stuff like, to trinkets? buy stuff? Like, is that
0: where you put, like, shoes?
1: No, like a hobby house, I would think that's where you buy like wooden boats. Or like, oh, the missus is really into elephants. And then she goes and buys like every like ceramic, like your ceramic or. Ceramic frog
0: collection? Yeah, like okay. that kind of thing. Well, a hobby house, gardens, a caretaker's suite, and an underground ballroom. It also has its own generator, guardhouse, presidential level security, uh, and two Presidential gated-
1: level security. What does that mean? I don't know.
0: We don't even know what a hobby house is. How do you think I know what presidential level security is? I thought about a hobby house. So it's uh, set on a 17-acre estate and is the most expensive home to go on market in the state. So there we go. Hobby let house. You know. So you guys listen. You listen out there for when God tells you to buy a $17.5 million mansion.
1: I'm just happy people voted for us.
0: <laughs> we don't need a mansion.
1: <laughs> we just need your
0: love and attention. Please give it to us. <laughs> and finally... We took a break yesterday, but I do. It is still going on, but this is something that has to do with it. But in case, like me, if you might be a little not wanting to see everything Pokemon Go all the time, there is a new...
1: By the way, I'm not quite to level five.
0: There is a new Chrome extension that you can actually get to block people (laughs) who are talking about Pokemon Go. This person can this person who wrote this article clearly plays it because the headline is, "If you hate fun, Pokegon is the Chrome extension that you need. <laughs> <laughs> so the tagline is gotta block them all and the extension is called Pokegon. Uh, so the description reads as such sick and tired of hearing about Pokemon, Pokegon will take care of that. This extension will stop your eyes from seeing grown adults raving on about Pokemon remove all traces of Pokemon from the internet with one simple extension. PokeGon's tagline is, yes, as I said, uh, gotta block them all. Uh, So the person who wrote this article said that they did download the extension, and it's mostly successful, although some Pokemon content is able to sneak through. But if you want to cut it down a little bit, just wanted to let you all know, PokeGon is out there as a Google Chrome extension. I wish I could PokeGon all the Pokemon stuff that comes out of Greg's face when he's talking about it. Okay,
1: I didn't know anything about Pokemon. Can I put a Chrome extension on
0: your face? What I did, yes. Can I do that?
1: I think I've already figured out that uh, this is not for me because of what happened yesterday. (laughs) I didn't even talk about this. I I went for a run yesterday and I decided to play Pokemon while I was doing it You know, because I still don't know what I'm doing. And my phone kind of sucks so I was walking around a park near my house. I went for a run and then I decided to stop and look for Pokemon and I was walking around and I had the phone up and I'm just... I didn't have the camera on. Is it was the just a world. And I was looking around and I held it up and I was trying to figure it out. And then I put it down and I realized I was holding the phone up for a, way too long at a lady and her little daughter who were on the theater. <laughs> Greg! <laughs> I didn't think about it. I wasn't looking at them. I was looking at my phone. And then I put my phone down and I'm like, oh. It looks like I've been. It
0: looks like you're at a park filming a woman. Yeah, and her kid.
1: that's what it looked like. Oh,
0: Greg, that's what it looked like. You're not socially aware enough to be able to play a game in the outside no. world. No, you're not.
1: And she looked like uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I bet she did. If somebody, <laughs> I hate it when I see someone pointing a phone in my direction. Like I will, always, I don't even care. If, like, I didn't
1: even realize there was. I always there. like cover
0: my face. I don't care. I'm like, I don't care if they're not taking a picture. But if there's a
1: possibility that they are, that's why this game is not for me. It's, it's not, not for me. you.
0: So you'll never get that. But I have to get to level five.
1: I have to just get to level five, and then that's it.
0: So if you're tired of people like Greg talking about Pokemon Go, download the Chrome extension, Pokegon, block them all. There you go, my friends. That is your World of Crazy. Crazy. All
1: right, well, Sarah, really quick, I have something to say. What? Because, of course, you know, the Fun Employment Radio Prom is coming up. In about a week and a half.
0: I hear that the people that are putting on the prom were voted in a reader's poll as Portland's best local podcast. Well, that
1: must mean their prom's going to be awesome. They
0: probably know exactly what they're doing, and they're planning an amazing time for everybody for the meager price of $10. Well,
1: you know what I would do? I would go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the prom link right there at their page. Because I know when people go and do that,
0: because we can see in real time when people buy tickets and we can see your names, and then we just love you that much more, and it makes it very exciting for us, and it makes our day even better.
1: And we have people coming in from all over the place. We have people yes. coming in from California and Australia and Alberta and all over the country. Minnesota, Michigan. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Uh, now, not anymore. Now after we did that. But uh, we've got that. So that's happening on July 22nd. But we're making a whole weekend of fun. Oh, my goodness. Because on July 24th is going to be the Fun Employment Radio third edition of the Brewers' Cup Cornell Tournament, oh, Sarah. Oh, oh! And guess what? <laughs> Registration is opening now. Cornhole! 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 Quite funky. Cornhole. Cornhole!
0: Cornhole! Good for your soul. Quite funky. Cornhole!
1: Cornhole! An Olympic sport by 2024. Quite funky. Little Scott Daly, quite God, funky. I yes, love. indeed.
0: Scott Daly's quite funky. Oh the, wait, that sounds
1: wrong. Yeah, the Fun yeah. Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament. So this is the third one in our Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. So we've got four total that are going to happen this this summer, and then the grand finale in September. Right now, the third one is open for registration for you to compete in. And I want to say this: we've got two really great sponsors on this one. We're super stoked. And so the two breweries that are co-sponsoring this tournament on July 24th are. Ninkasi Brewing Ninkasi
0: Oh my gosh Which oh, just had their 10 year anniversary party Yes indeed uh, On This past Sunday And I actually was working And it. it was amazing Ninkasi is an incredible brand And on and top so of lucky. that
1: Bridgeport Brewing. Oh, my God. Two fantastic breweries <laughs> that are co-sponsoring it. So they'll have their beers on tap, and they're going to be there providing prizes and hanging out, and it's going to be so much fun. And this is on July 24th. The way you register is- So that's
0: new- the Sunday after the prom. That's that weekend.
1: Yep. So go to funemploymentradio.com slash And you can go right there and register now. So register your team. uh, Or if you're a single person, let us know. And you're looking for a teammate, send us an email, and we can hook you up with somebody. Heck yeah. But uh, go there right now. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole. Just register for the tournament and get signed up. And then you're, that's it. You're locked in. It's good. It's going to be such a fun day at the Landmark Saloon. Oh, this
0: is going to be a big one. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah,
1: it's going to be fun. And the two breweries are really, really great. Uh, Ninkasi Plus we'll and, have
0: like a day of rest between and then we'll finally be ready to have beers again.
1: Yes. So <laughs> Ninkasi and Bridgeport this Sunday, or Sunday, July 24th. And the registration is open now. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole. Go there, register your team. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole. All right. Well,
0: Greg, you promised something something yesterday. I did
1: promise something.
0: I've been looking forward to this. Okay.
1: So the prom, this is going back to the prom now. It's happening on July 22nd. It's a big Fun Employment Radio weekend next weekend. We're really excited. So the prom is July 22nd. You can also get your tickets online. Everything's only 10 bucks. That's it. It's just 10 bucks. And. Uh for that it's come as you are is the theme so it's a 90s theme and also you know just come however you want to come but wear whatever you want to wear By Do the
0: w- way thank you for protecting my um uh, my my fluffy stuff for my skirt it did not get stolen from Greg's porch Yes yes and I got it I'm ready to go
1: Okay I'm so excited Batten batten in the air right yes, there Yes I am uh, So that it's going to be a 90s theme though and so this week Sarah yesterday what was it you were talking about you gave us like a backstory of
0: of uh the Snapple Lady the Snapple Lady Wendy Wendy Kaufman
1: I wanted made, to give it was the Snapple Lady I wanted to give a backstory story on something else from the 90s some facts if you will Sarah about a phenomenon from the 90s that maybe if you know some people didn't didn't really live through it and see all this stuff and that is Zima oh god <laughs> Zima was a thing and I looked up to see if I had some Zima songs. Now I just want to give you some basic Zima facts. What's a Zima, Zima song? Uh, well, it turns out Zima is winter in Slavic languages. Wow. Yeah. So the, when you look up <laughs> Zima, all you can really find are uh, songs about Zima, and it's just like it's things like this. This is a this is a Russian.
0: This is a Russian Zima song. Or, this
1: is a Zima song. Winter song. So Maybe you can play on. this
0: for your Russian neighbors and lull them. Oh,
1: that's a good idea. We're mm-hmm. like, hey, Zima, right? Am I right? Maybe you should bring it a six-pack of Zima. So Zima... Oh, this is smooth. I'll it's, just play this really smooth, loud. It's smooth like Zima. Yeah. Zima was a clear, lightly carbonated alcoholic beverage distributed by Coors... I'm sorry, may I ask? Lightly uh, carbonated alcoholic malt beverage, correct? I, not according to this. It was,
0: it, it was. I remember.
1: Well, you're messing up my facts. Well, I'm I was going sorry. to lead into that and you totally ruined well, it. Jesus, so I, I guess. I didn't mean to ruin when it. When it's your turn to talk about something, I guess we'll. What
0: you mean every up
1: to you. <laughs> uh, so, it was uh, 4.7 to 5.4% alcohol and it was part of the whole clear. Clear liquid phase, clear drink phase, where we have the Crystal Pepsi and Tab Clear, which I think Crystal Pepsi is coming back. Oh, this is smooth.
0: Can we turn it down a little? I want to hear more Zima facts and less girls singing about Zima.
1: I kind of like her, though. All right. So anyway, it was uh, so it means winter in Slavic languages. It was produced in the uh, 1993 is when they first came out with when it first started being marketed nationally and Zima's peak was in 94 when you could buy this and you would see it everywhere it was the it was a douchey drink of many people I remember exactly what it tasted like I remember the, exactly the kind of people who drank it oh, yeah. uh, and, which was not me um, uh, however so as generally it was popular among young women and then they decided to try to market it to young men and I don't know if you remember this Zima gold
0: oh, which I don't. In 1995. Does it look like urine
1: <laughs> it promised a taste of bourbon. And it was unpopular. and disappeared from store shelves within a year. So Zima was also associated with a bunch of rumors claiming that the beverage did not contain alcohol or that its alcohol content would not register on alcohol breath test equipment. Ooh. I do remember that.
0: I don't remember I that. Remember that's smart people, marketing. Like, I, remember, no. I
1: don't think they were marketing that. But that's why a lot of uh, perhaps underage people were drinking it. Can thinking, you turn your
0: girlfriend down a little bit, Greg?
1: She's my Russian lover, and that's not really... <laughs> Appropriate for you to address her in that manner, but so so I do remember that though. To where people thought that if you drank Zima, it was okay, it wouldn't show up. Just like people who thought you could drink vodka and like vodka wouldn't register. Oh yeah, I knew some people like that. And so, so like was,
0: the the sucking a penny thing. Yeah. And, like, so, oh yeah, the sucking a
1: penny mm-hmm. thing. I forgot about that one. Yes, yeah, so that it wouldn't register. It does in fact register because it does has have alcohol in it. However, it is no longer marketed here in the U.S. But. Can you guess the one place where it is still being sold and marketed? Russia. Nope.
0: Oh, um, England. No. Is it a country?
1: Yes. There is one country that's still... Ireland. No. Am I getting No, closer? I don't think the Irish are going to drink Zima, but you never know. Germany. No, you're actually getting further away. Further away. Scotland. No, you're in the wrong continent. Um,
0: I'll just give you that hint. Canada.
1: Wrong continent. Um... Else. That's it. We're out of countries. No out, I more ran out countries. of countries. Ran out of countries that you can name. Japan. Oh. It is still sold and marketed in Japan. Oh,
0: I would have guessed that eventually.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe. We can only hope. So anyway, that is it is That that is the history of Zima, Sarah, the clear alcoholic beverage. Now I do have a commercial of Zima.
0: Oh, that I do to play. you?
1: Yes, I have to turn oh, off please. my Russian pop princess. Turn uh, off your Su. Russian
0: pop lover. Yes,
1: my lover Alsu. <laughs>
0: Stop saying lover. Actually
1: that for a barbecue? Look at my mom cat. you going to eat that, thing? brain food, Kevin. What's the classic alcohol beverage with burgers and dogs? I don't eat meat, you guys. Cheddar, Gruyere. Get away from my burger, man. Oh, you yeah. guys want whale? No. How oh, oh, are you putting that on there? The, Where's the cheese. Look at that. It's burning. They're oh. all drinking Zima, by the way.
0: I can tell that they're enjoying it. Give me more. Are
1: those free-range burgers? Who cares? Have a Zima. Don't let that touch my burger, man. Well, wow, so that that's
0: was, like the cool guy. That he was, was the like, cool "Hey, guy. man, who cares? Let's just have a Zima, and chill out, Brosky." Yeah, he was the
1: cool guy in a suit, and it's it wasn't something different; it was something different. Oh no, it was. not Yes, it was. No, for for real, that's what it was. So oh, there we go. Okay, that's that was not Zima. necessary. That was that was Zima. Okay. There, there we go. Well, thank you. There I feel like one. I learned. Oh, a here's lot. the other Zima guy. Oh. Okay. What if there wasn't any beer? Sorry, guys. Never heard of it.
0: Did he get into a car accident or something? I'm not sure. It's
1: a very slow commercial. There, Snapple did a much better job. Oh, yes, they did. a unique alcohol beverage. I kind of like it. Anything else? Did you get pretzels? Okay, yeah, those are terrible commercials. Anyway, yeah. Zima, there we go. Well, thank you. A little '90s, little you there, '90s something for you. Little '90s trivia. Yes. I was gonna do Crocodile Dundee, but I forgot Crocodile Dundee was '80s. Oh. Boy. Crocodile Dundee Two's '89.
0: Oh, do you remember that movie FX?
1: Mm.
0: I remember that came out right around the same time as Crocodile Dundee. And I, I really do it. kind of it FX, and I think FX 2
1: Was it a horror movie?
0: No, it wasn't a horror movie. It was a guy who was uh, like a makeup artist, and he could like better uh, like make create disguises and stuff. He was helping the police by like disguising people.
1: Oh,
0: it was really good.
1: Okay, Let's sounds my story
0: What are we going to do nineties tomorrow?
1: I don't know. We got to come up with something, but we'll definitely have something. So. Here's the deal. Fun Employment Radio Prom is brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon. Go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there. You can pick up your tickets to the prom. And to complete the full weekend next weekend of awesomeness, the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament. Both of these are on our website under the events section. Uh, But funemploymentradio.com slash cornhole. Register now. Register your team. So Pabst is sponsoring the prom. Ninkasi and Bridgeport Brewing are sponsoring the Cornhole Tournament. It is going to be a wonderful weekend of fun and we want to see all of you there. Ah. And we want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for voting for us. Yes. For the readers poll. Of note, other longtime partner of Fun Employment Radio next Mm -hmm. adventure. Voted the voted the best outdoor store. Which is
0: true. Highly so that's deserving awesome. and <laughs> yeah. absolutely
1: hundred percent true. Awesome. I love that it's the best outdoor store with the best podcast teamed up. Yes. All of our listeners and fans are so awesome. Yes. So thank you very much, everyone. All right. Um tomorrow we go live for live listeners at eleven AM Pacific time. A little bit early. Greg's a little earlier than normal That's right now. Had a lot of coffee. Yeah, I know didn't you did because you didn't share very much Didn't with me. eat enough. Okay. Let's let's eat some food. Live at eleven AM. And uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the city. Geek in the city. At five thirty <laughs> or six thirty, six thirty PM. Tune in now. Sarah's grimacing at me, and I'm gonna go drink vodka with my neighbors. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> you just sounded like Mike Kaplan. Vodka or maybe it'll be on, I don't
0: know. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio
1: Network.